1: Welcome back to Don V Fridays. Very, very, going to be a very special episode of Don V Fridays. The spicy episode, (laughs) a.k.a. the mailbag episode, the Q&A. We got Drift in the building. How you living, Chief?
0: Pretty good, man. Just got slammed with with some uh, snow the past couple days. Uh, Still had to go Mm -hmm. to work, though. Had no PTO, so... I was kind of a pain in the ass, but this is gonna be a fun episode. A good way to kick off the off season, get everybody uh involved and shit and shit. So I'm excited for the mailbag.
1: Yes, the off season. The off season, it feel it feel like the beginning of the new season with national signing day and schedule release. Like it's this shit is really 365 now. Mm-hmm. This shit is really three sixty-five. But uh we gotta we get today's episode. Adon V. Fridays is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. and tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. Spell like sports drink without the vowels. All we X is you close the door behind you We're not trying to let the funk out and also Don't be Friday's is brought to you by Baron Ridge tree stands LLC That's Baron Ridge tree stands LLC for all my hunters my gatherers. all my uh, uh all my hunt all my hunters out there man. That's out there. I know it's cold. Code as shit, but uh I'm pretty sure it's in season go Hey, Burr Ridge Tree Stands LLC.com today. No, Tuesday. Two on Tuesday, the uh the schedule was released for the ACC, which means Virginia Tech's schedule was released. We all knew who we were gonna play, but we're gonna quickly go through the who, what, when, where, and why, uh, we start the season in the seven, five, seven, my homeland at ODU. That ought to be interesting. Um, if, if, if there's no mass TP three, TP four gang fight, uh, out front, we should all enjoy <laughs> the game. Uh, <laughs> it might be a knife fight at the tailgate. Uh, <laughs> Should be interested to see who pulls up. But uh what you think about at ODU as a first opponent? Uh first game at ODU since the infamous game at ODU, where like we found out Fuente was a bitch and the, the team splintered and coaches was crazy and all the other shit.
0: Yeah, um, so this time it's a little different, you know, obviously, because there's two new coaching staffs. But Ricky Rain, uh, is the head coach over at ODU. He was from Penn State before. Uh, so, it's kind of fitting in a way that Price kicks off his uh, tenure at Virginia Tech playing in the 757 against a former coach. Uh, Going to be a lot of storylines there. So, um, I think this one can kind of go south, though. Like, there's not a lot to gain if we do win, but I think a loss here um, would be a really bad taste in the mouth for a lot of fans. Uh, and then coming back uh, home to play Boston College the week after, that could be a, honestly a little bit of a tough way to start the season. So, um, a little concerned for that because we don't really know what we're gonna see from the offense. Uh we kind of have an idea what we're gonna see from the defense, but not really from the offense. So uh, you know, time time will tell. But I I guess we can discuss more about that after you know, spring game and in the you know offseason. Oh, we yeah, we'll idea, definitely but,
1: get for for deeper yeah, into the yeah. weeds on that. But uh yeah, man. The only good thing about that game is yeah, it's 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 gonna be in, in the home in the motherland. That's the only good I could take from that game. Next week, the next week, we will be at home versus Boston College. We will be looking to avenge a loss where we lost to Fielder Uh the, the following week, we'd we'll be facing Mike Young's boys, Wofford. Uh, yeah, a
0: little setup a, game, get right little, game,
1: l- a little stat game, a cook the books week yep. um, against Storm Murphy and them. Uh, and then, Virginia Tech fans have been calling for, for a long time, a Thursday night game uh, at home versus West Virginia. Uh, yeah. West Virginia be coming down to Blacksburg for the first time in a long time. Uh, obviously, we'd be trying to avenge another loss, another team we probably should have beat. Uh, West Virginia's they will be coming in. It'll probably be The sell your soul evening where we wear all maroon and everybody shows up. It's going to be a late September game. So it should be still kind of warm. It Mm -hmm. shouldn't be cold. I think that's going to be the sell your soul event of the year. Your your UNC, whatever, you know, that's going to be the sell your soul game. Uh, I'm calling that one right now. Then we go on the road at UNC, who's going to be looking to beat the shit out of us after last year's let after last season's uh let down mm-hmm. um we go on the road at Pitt. what was you about to say
0: yeah it it's nice the way the schedule's set up because we play Wofford, and then we get the short week to play west virginia and then we get the long week to gun go, go at north carolina so they kind of picked it well with the thursday uh set that mm-hmm. up well so yeah
1: yeah and, and it goes that that thursday game that long week is before like a tough ACC stretch, right? Especially what what our level of talent as as so far. Then we got at Pitt, which uh, Kenny Pickett is gone, but they do got um Keaton they picked Slovis? up some Keaton Slovis from USC, so yep. yep. Maybe maybe Pitt will be a threat. Um, who knows? Pitt's a wild card every year. Yeah. We come back home. We face Miami. Uh, Miami's had our number for the last couple of seasons. So it'll be interesting. They got Tyler Van Dyke, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Um, Cristobal so there too now. Mario Cristobal uh, in his first year. So we'll see what Miami is. Then another Thursday game on the road this time at NC State. Yeah, a couple of things Virginia Tech fans been asking for. Um, was thursday games thursday primetime games it's kind of a recent tradition a more recent tradition it goes back to the at least the 2000s where virginia tech plays thursday games and this year we get two so mm-hmm. and it's a good way to uh market market put the program on this but i think fuente was against everything that was possible good pr he was against the shit so
0: yeah. I mean, and there's ways that you can set it up to where it like helps your schedule. Right. So, you know, playing on Thursday is kind of bad sometimes because you get the short week before. But if you set it up right, it works. So the second the second Thursday game, the one at NC State comes after like an off week, like a bye week. So uh, there's no downfall there. And then you get a long weekend to prep for Georgia Tech the following. So.
1: Right. And, and just like you say, long week into the Georgia Tech game, which is at home. Right. So exactly. So it is it, ways you can finesse it is ways you can do it. And Virginia tech luck. Like, we, we like our Thursday night games. Um We tend to do okay on those unless we're playing Miami. It seems these mm-hmm. days. Yep. Um Then we wrap it up with a nice three game win streak. Guaranteed win streak at Duke. That's a W. That's, 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 that's an easy W at Liberty. Don't, Listen, I know we lost to Liberty last time and I know we on the road at Liberty, but we're we're, we're, we're we're beating the shit out of Liberty. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, versus UVA. That's a W. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on the schedule overall?
0: Uh good, bad, love it, hate it. Uh what's your thoughts? I like it so far. I mean, you get the, the early part of the season kind of tees off West Virginia. Uh, which is nice. That's like the marquee game to start the year. The other games before that are kind of be prepping just kind of to see where we're at. Um, and, but that stretch in the West Virginia through Miami, you know, West Virginia, then you go at UNC at Pitt back home from Miami. That's going to be a tough stretch. Um, if they can get out of that stretch going two and two, I think that's probably a win. Um, and then they go into the bye week come out and then they go at North Carolina state uh, and then Georgia Tech, Duke, Liberty, Virginia. I think the bottom five games are all games we should win. I think we can end the season five and zero. Realistically, though, it's probably going to be a four and one type of deal. But if we can end four and one, hit the two, get two and two during that tough stretch, um, I think that'd be a solid year for uh, for Pry and Company. So I'm liking the schedule so far. but What about you?
1: Um, you do not schedule road games versus g5 in your home state yeah, um, I like that that is a big no-no uh i don't give a fuck if it was fuente with the zigzag man i don't care who do you do not schedule road games versus little brother um especially in state little brother so they need to get that shit right with jesus because stop giving your little brothers opportunity to have their super bowls against you this yeah. is why ECU was beating us consistently because you give a little brother team the confidence to feel like it's a rivalry. Mm-hmm. This is a big day for us. No, 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 no. You bring the ass in, you fly their ass out, you give them $50, and then you beat the shit out of them. Right. Uh, you got to make these people feel like their role is to go out there and get their ass kicked. But when you're playing these people on the road, you giving Liberty a big spot? For what?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: It only benefits them. <laughs> uh, You giving ODU a second big spot? You saw what happened last time. Uh, You going on a road at Middle Tennessee State? You're giving these little brother teams Super Bowl opportunities. Stop doing this shit. Go on the road. Play Tennessee. Go on the road. Play West Virginia every year. Yeah. Play fuck go play Purdue, go play Indiana, but stop this, this G5 shit going on the road to them. that shit gotta stop like yeah,
0: there's I, no I upside to the shit. I'd rather our our out of our out of conference games be like a gauntlet rather than a cakewalk with like teams that could potentially upset us and throw our whole season off. like if you play tough games that are you know good for television make you money and lose those games, okay, you can – that's fine. You, It's not a conference game. You come back, you can still win the ACC. It doesn't matter. But, like, you lose games at Old Dominion, like those little brother games, they derail everything, throw off the program. It's uh, it's not worth the risk. So, I completely agree.
1: I uh, I think – I think Fuente was looking forward to this schedule. He'd yeah, this is, his, this
0: is probably his best <laughs> – this is all Fuente right here
1: that was a job security schedule right there like, let me get let me get 11 wins so they can shut the fuck up finally mm-hmm. yep uh never got to see the light of day <laughs> it be like that yeah, yeah that schedule is hot ass um even the even the tough part the unc pit miami nc state that shit because you I can't predict any of those teams going to be good or bad right now. That's the that's the, fuck the that's the crazy thing about the ACC is outside of like Clemson mm-hmm. like year to year you can't say in January February okay that team's going to be ass and that team's going to be good. You don't know. It's a it's a it's a toss up with all these people.
0: Yeah, I mean there's a few teams we know are going to be ass. We know Duke's is going to be ass. We know Virginia's oh, yeah, going to be ass. definitely. You know. So we know the ass teams. We can't really predict who the who the team is right. about on top. Even of.
1: if UVA plans on being good, we know we'll beat them. Yeah. Even if yeah. we're ass, it'd be like it'd be like that.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: We're recording on a Wednesday. Today is nat- Today was National Signing Day. You're probably listening to this on Thursday or Friday. That's cool. Uh, Wednesday was National Signing Day. As of recording, matter of fact, I'm going to just stamp it, stamp the shit, because who gives a fuck about the 2022 cycle after the National Saturday? Virginia Tech ended up with the 33rd ranked class. Um, it was good for fifth in the ACC. 33 and dealing with the coaching changes that we dealt with. It, it says good things and it says bad things. I'll start with the good, the fact that Brent Pry and his staff, uh, and I mean we everybody had to go. Everybody went. And they were still able to maintain and basically keep mainly everybody into the fold. That lets you know that uh the the players that were on board committed to Virginia Tech and clearly not those last coaches. Right. But um it is kind of bad too because we have 24 commits it's the 33rd class and we got Rutgers ahead of us with less players so yeah um, it was the it was a it, it's a Fuente class it's a Fuente class where you just load up if you get 30 kids hell you get 10 of them to pan out that's a win for them so I just hope that Brent Pride goes into the quantity not quality and, and just stop just taking kids, just to have them. Yeah. Like, well, fuck it. Yeah. Let's just get loaded up on whoever.
0: Our average was, like, significantly lower than most of the other teams around us. Um, Vanderbilt finished 31st, and they had 28 commits. And they're, like, the only other team around us that had more commits than us. Um, so I feel like the, the goal in the future is to kind of hone in on some of those, like, higher-level players, uh, take smaller classes, but guys that will stick rather than just throwing darts at a dartboard um so you know i'm hoping for that but you know rutgers in front of us maryland behind us west virginia behind them it's not like we're an elite company but um definitely definitely good to keep some of the guys we did cam johnson was like among one of my favorites that we uh, were able to retain
1: yes yes um there 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 is some talent in this class i don't want to make it seem like there's there's zero talent there's definitely talent in this class benji Nail. Bryce Duke, um, it would have been nice. I, th- I think we got. I think we got some some guys that can help at least uh, in 2023. Yeah. I like- well, I felt like some of the last Fuente classes. I, I felt like nobody could contribute early. Right. Um, but at least with this class, I I can see a couple that can help immediately, or at least as a redshirt freshman or sophomore.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. I agree with that. Um, so it's just going to be interesting to see. You know, we have 11 enrollees um, from the early enrollment, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they play during the spring game. Um, So looking forward to that.
1: Definitely, definitely looking forward to that. Um We picked up a Highland Springs prospect, Latrell Sutton. That's that's good. to That's good. Trying to get that. I ain't even about to sit up here and tell y'all that that I know that the kid can or cannot play. That's not my business. But having two kids from Highland Springs, Rashad Purnell, the trail Sutton, that lets me know that progress is being made in such a short time, too. Um, Obviously, Purnell was like a Fuente commit. Uh, um, He was definitely committed under the Fuente era. Uh, Sutton is under the prior era even though i'm pretty sure fuente and his people offered them evaluated them so it's, I, it's it's positive whether either ever play significant time at virginia tech or not you have to take kids like that you have to take the kids yep. so when highland spring has three of the best players in the state you already got the relationship and they already got friends that is in the building yeah, exactly. That's big
0: time. Exactly. That was that was one of the biggest problems with the Fuente regime is they would ignore kind of those middle of the pack recruits that that were in state, uh, which kind of severed some of the relationships. So now, like like you said, getting those guys that we need to get now, and then hopefully next year, uh, we can target you know Braylon Johnson and some of the other guys from Highland Springs that are going to be high up on our board.
1: Yeah, uh, and you got it. You got to. That's where it starts at. That's where it starts in the trenches. I mean Brent Pratt said it in his press conference. He said, we're gonna be up in Highland Springs. And you saw we saw when they was on the on the road, they was up in Highland Springs and all over the all over the Commonwealth. So you're starting to already see the fruits from that labor start to bear. Mm-hmm. Um and it's a it's a good move. I think it's I think it's a good move. Um, I think it's a solid pickup, like I said. I don't really watch film on high school kids because all I want to see in 30 seconds is if you play receiver, are you open? <laughs> <laughs> like if you are making contested catches at, at high school and you just got picked up by power five, like I'm kind of like, all right, is you going to get open though? Because that's, I just, I just look for traits. I don't got time to be trying to figure out wh- what the player comp is. Julio John, man, listen, is he open? Is he fast? Is he physical?
0: Is
1: he big? I just look yeah, I just look for traits. I really don't be giving a shit about like the nuances. I, I leave that mm-hmm. to the coaches to care about all that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 100%. uh good pickup. Before we get into this infamous, uh <laughs> before we get into this infamous mailbag, um to those who just started listening to Dobby Fridays a week ago. Uh, or today. I used to have a mailbag segment um, back in 2018 and people would ask questions and I would do it at the end of the show and people would, uh, you know, get their questions answered and things of that nature. Clearly, the show has evolved since then. The questions are a little bit more spicy, I must say. Not all, just some. We also going, We also went through a coaching change. So yeah, like people had some, people had a little spice in their blood. <laughs> people had some spice in their blood when they was asking these questions. Before we get to the mailbag, let me pay some bills. Today's episode of V Fridays is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising Tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spell like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Shout out to Sports Drink. And one more time, make sure Barren Ridge Tree Stands LLC.com. For all my hunters that need tree stands, you know, you want to get that good vantage point, Barren Ridge Tree Stands LLC.com. They hook you up, hook you, they hook hook all my hunters up over there. The craziest mailbag of all time. Let's get let's <laughs> get, get straight to it. We're gonna start with a Patreon question and
0: we're gonna go from there. All right. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna start off with a with an easy fun one. Lonnie Miller asked two questions. Her first one is to you, Vito. She says, Vito, are you a vegetarian or did I dream that?
1: Yes, you dreamed that. I never stopped eating meat. Um I am on a low sodium diet. So some of the things I tweet about eating might be like, uh, I'm, I do eat like veggie burgers and uh, and things of that nature, but I'm not vegetarian at all, absolutely not.
0: And then she asked me uh, how I became a Hokie. Um, I think we're, we have a similar question later on, but I'll answer this one now. Uh, kind of a lot of different things. I used to watch Virginia Tech growing up all the time, just cause they were sweet. Uh, I was a big Mike Vick fan growing up. So because of that, I was a Virginia Tech fan. And uh, the first like big college football game I went to, my mom took me to the Orange Bowl in like 2008, I think it was when they played Kansas. I could be wrong on the Yeah, no, nah, you right. I was it, it was the
1: 2007 season, but that yeah. bowl game was played in 2008.
0: Yeah, so uh, yeah, cause I have the pennant from ACC championship that year. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's how it started. I just roll with it ever since, but that's all.
1: Okay. I got, I have a Twitter question from at seven, five, seven, hokey underscore X. Fuck Murray, kill Justin Fuente, Brad Cornelson, or Papa Hurl. Who is Danny Joe's dad? Um, I don't know what Papa Hurl looked like. I don't want to kill nobody. <laughs> so can we do like fuck Mary like assault because killing it like cause 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 killing is just like that's some shit with like my that'll history get sound,
0: that'll get soundbited like clips
1: yeah it, 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 bro trying to line us up for reals yeah so I'ma say fuck Mary assault uh I'll fuck Fuente because at least he's handsome uh. <laughs> I'll fuck him. Uh, Mary, I'll marry corn. He seems cool. And I'll assault Papa Hurl. I don't want to kill nobody or assault nobody. But this is just a question that was asked. Um, Me and, and Papa Hurl, God, I hope he's not listening. We, we had a little Twitter thing because I said he was a clout chaser. Um, But, I mean, I don't have an issue. I don't have a personal issue. I just thought he was chasing clout. That's 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 pretty much it. Which uh what's what you choosing?
0: Uh, I'm doing the same thing, starting with Fontaine, and then I'm flip-flopping. So Papa Hurl and then uh and then corn just because corn really bugs me how you know a lot of players it seemed he ruined uh their careers, you know, going to the next level. So that's that's kind of where I'm taking that one. But pretty similar.
1: <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. That that wasn't even a question. That was just like a...
0: We had to get that one out of the way, y'all.
1: Yeah, we had to get that <laughs> shit out of the way. We had to get that one out of here.
0: <laughs> All right, should we go back over to Patreon? Yes. All right, Cam Cobb asks, which players do you think are going to get the most hype during spring ball? Uh, follow that up with, do you think it's going to be actual hype or do you think it's going to be probably lies?
1: Um, I think as long as uh, Jaden Payout pay you where's maroon he's always going to get this pre-game pre hype uh i think we're going into year four of payout last and i don't see that shit slowing down no time soon um will it be actual truth or lies i don't know but payout will be getting spring game hype every year until he's in the nfl or doing something else
0: yeah, I agree with that. Um, so you think that's gonna be more so lies?
1: It's been lies for three years. Okay, that's all I'm just gonna say.
0: Going. All right, sounds good. Uh, on my end, I'm gonna say uh, Dwayne Lofton and Jalen Strowman. I'm gonna go on the on the side of like it's gonna be some truth. I think both those players are gonna be pretty key uh, for us for the next couple seasons. Jalen Strowman, I thought played pretty well in the bowl game. Uh, given his situation, I think Dwayne Lofton is one of our better young receivers. So I think those are two guys we're going to walk away with feeling well, feeling good about after spring game.
1: I think so too, and also Jaden Blue. Shout out! I think he just lost a family member.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, his dad or some R.I.P. to your family. But um, and Jaden Blue, I think any I think the receiving group is going to have a microscope on them this year.
0: A hundred percent,
1: especially after losing a career receptions all-time leader and then you lost a playmaker and Tavion. Mm-hmm. um receivers got to step up show and prove and uh, james I Mitchell.
0: Think. i mean granted he was out all all year but him too is a big pass catcher for a while
1: and james mitchell so yeah receivers got their work cut out for them it's, it's my turn with a twitter question at your boy drew underscore seven five seven uh TP4 all in a day. X, why was niggas fiending over pussy in TP3? <laughs> uh that's a good question. Um because they have dicks. I think yeah. anybody guys it, it, are it, guys, it, man. Guys are guys are guys. Um yeah, men a fuck a boot if if it got a pussy on it. So it's 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 uh it, it, it no no walk of life is exempt. No group chat is exempt. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's like goes. it's like snakes. It's like it's like a, being a mouse in a room full of snakes. Um, that's just the way shit go. What's your answer? What's yeah, your answer?
0: Hey, hey, if you've ever been in any other DMs with guys or group chats with other dudes, like this is nothing new to you. I mean, I've seen this a thousand times. Like, it's just the way shit goes, man. And Twitter, horny Twitter, is Twitter, shit happens like that because it's so easy to send, you know, like tweets back and forth of of women and shit like that. So it just happens, it just happens.
1: Yeah, no, I can't. 75,
0: damn near seventy five dudes in a group chat. It's bound to happen.
1: I I don't know if you remember BBM. BBM used to be horny as hell. BlackBerry. Yes, I remember one time I was on BBM and my man's from work. He put me in one of, like, a BBM, like, a chat. I don't know if they called it group chats then, but, like, it was like a horny one, though. It was, and, like, dude posted his own meat in the joint. I had to leave the group chat. He posted his, I, I mean, it was girls in there, like, you know, posting nudes and all that. And then my mans posted a, a, a whole picture of him holding his own meat. I had to leave. I had to, I got off Black. I got off BBM. That was before Twitter. I said, man, I gotta find another uh, social outlet. Cause, uh, yeah. no, nah, man. So as it, as long as the day, if the sun gonna come up tomorrow, motherfuckers are gonna be horny on the internet.
0: It's yeah. just what it is. I agree. Um, let's hop back over to the Patreon for questions. Jerry McCants asks, while we know they all just got there. But which coach do you think would leave for a better opportunity first?
1: Joe Rudolph. Well, yeah, that's
0: my answer as well.
1: Yeah, Joe Rudolph, easily. Um, unless, unless Brent Prye, um comes out straight 10 wins, 11 wins, and like maybe like Obama calls him after Nick Saban retires or Penn State calls him after if Franklin was to get fired. But Joe Rudolph, I think Joe Rudolph is going to be making a quick stop. So, they need to, people need to prep themselves uh, yeah. right now it's, to get ready for him to leave.
0: Right. But that's, it's not necessarily a bad thing because in order for Joe Rudolph to probably make that quick stop, he's going to have to have success early. So, he's going to rework our line quick. Like, and our line's probably going to be very good, very fast, uh, just so he can get that turnaround quick and off to something else because this is just a horizontal move for him going from, you know, an offensive line coach at wisconsin to now offensive line coach at virginia tech so yep same answer for me
1: yeah and shout out shout out cougar shout out at cougar trainee big big time supporter of the show uh big time supporter of of me and my brand whatever that is but shout outs i just want to say that
0: Mm -hmm. big facts
1: back to the spicy (laughs) questions at Shields J87, aka V T minor, shout outs. Why did at your boy Drew underscore seven five seven think posting his nasty ass small low nut shot on his girl's ass was gonna get any clout from us? Um, we're getting deep into the TP3 weeds here. Um <laughs> yes. I know I, I just told that story about one of my coworkers posting this meat in a group chat. That was on purpose. Um Andrew posting his nut droplets in TP3 was an accident, we've been told. I don't know what the fuck like who t- like I don't know who takes a picture of shit like that or videos shit like that, but people are into what they into I believe it was sent as an accident. I don't, I don't, I, I pray.
0: Allegiance. And I am
1: a, I'm a man of faith. I am a man of faith. I pray that shit was an accident. What say you?
0: I'm on the same boat. I hope so. That's that shit boy. better have been that's an accident. My, that's my boy, Andrew. He's also. That shit
1: better have been an accident.
0: <laughs> also Patreon supporter. Shout out Andrew.
1: And shout out to Andrew. Don't not post your nut in the Patreon. Like we don't need the money that bad. <laughs> I'm going to just say that.
0: All right. Uh, back on the Patreon grind. Uh, what further improve? Oh, this is from Ty. I believe this is uh, Herbert season on Twitter. Uh, he says, okay. what further improvements do y'all think Wit can make uh, to improve the overall quality of the program? It can be financial or bringing more room for support staff? Uh,
1: stop scheduling ODU at ODU. Stop scheduling Liberty at Liberty. We can start there.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm going to take it in terms of facilities. I think we've improved a lot of facilities recently. Um, I think the last thing that we need to do is the locker rooms. Uh, I think our locker rooms are like bottom tier compared to a lot of other schools in the country. So I'd like to see them completely redo the locker room. Uh, I think that'd be a good step for just the future.
1: Yeah. I mean, shout out with, he, he made the ultimate improvement. He fired that one motherfucker. Um, he realized he made a mistake. He fired his ass and then donations came in just like that. Mm-hmm. Shit, I donated. I don't never donate. I was like, fuck it, let me get with some money. Cause uh, clearly with Babcock is serious about football. So let me get serious about football. Shit, I was giving their ass money like a motherfucker, just like that. So I think <laughs> with is doing, I think with is on the right path. He's, the goofy shit with the scheduling, I think Fuente, look, if people think Fenty don't got in, influence on this shit, you're crazy. You are crazy. But uh, we're getting back to Thursday night games. We just got to stop going on the road. Listen, no more of that Jim Weaver shit. Shout outs to Jim Weaver. Uh, but that at ECU trying to just, no, fuck all that. Make them come to us, beat the shit out of them, and go on about their business. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> the spicy, the spicy questions. And <laughs> at, at, at who is Ike? Shout out to Ike. Why was people in sad chats talking shit on their quote friends? <laughs> ike is a fucking fool man
0: we love ike
1: shout out to ike man um because the side chat were a circle of friends that wanted to have a nice wholesome conversation without the animals and tp3 ruining it so that's why that happened that's what I was told because I'm, I'm not in that I'm not in that uh, circle. I was one of the motherfuckers ruined in life. So um, that's that's the that's the information I was given.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I I just heard about it when I saw the tweet, to be honest, I didn't even know. I still don't know, like, who was all in that group chat. So I'm totally out of the loop on that one. Right. Um, right, right, right. So let's, uh, you know, I feel like this is. I feel like we're eating wings, and we have super hot wings, and then we're getting the milk, and the milk is the Patreon questions. So now we're going back to the mm, chill, mm. the chill shit right now. Um, mm, mm. Joe Rogers, our most loyal supporter, uh, he asked, "What three recruits are the most important in the twenty-three class?" And so I pulled up what I thought were the most important recruits in the twenty-three class in Virginia, because Virginia mm. is most important. Um, so starting off with Braylon Johnson, Highland Springs, we've been talking about Highland Springs for about a fucking month now, maybe over a month. Um, Loren's son, D block, like he, he's gotta be at Virginia tech. Uh, he, I think he's the most important kid in the class. Um, uh, there's a question later on that we're going to answer that kind of relates back to Braylon in my opinion. And we'll talk about that later. And then, uh, Tony Rojas, he's, uh, from Fairfax, a linebacker. I think if we're going to you know play an aggressive defense, we need an athletic linebacker. Uh, we're going to need to get him and then Antonio Copeman uh, from Life Christian Academy. I don't know if I said his last name correctly, but. um, Yeah,
1: I think it's Cotman. But Cotman, yeah. He, he's yeah.
0: a dog, too. He's getting a lot of uh, publicity as of recently. He's getting a lot of offers. So if we can pull him, that'd be big as well. Um,
1: I haven't done enough research on the 2023 class. I've been so much on 2022 that I'm going to just plead the fifth. I have I don't have enough I don't have enough information and I would hate to just look at the top of the board and say them so
0: and and to to be fair like this question is going to change a lot like I can say this right now I can say this right now but there's only if you go on 24-7 right now and look at the top top recruits in Virginia for the 23 class there's only 16 that are actually rated so like you know it's going to be like 60-70 by the end of the year so I mean right you don't really we don't really know right now it's gonna change a lot um there's it's gonna too, be a- it's way
1: too early national signing yeah. day is today for the 2022
0: yeah there also <laughs> so. might be quarterbacks that we might go after that are in surrounding states and you know we might mm-hmm. need a quarterback so that might be like one of the one of the most important polls so we'll see but as yeah, of right I'm now ple- i'm playing i'm
1: playing the fifth
0: yeah
1: <laughs> it's twitter time it's twitter time <laughs> At Tup Dub Dre asks why people thought it was cool to debate for hours about how big they think somebody dick is. Because dick debates are fun. Uh join the club, join the party. Um uh, yeah, I don't I don't understand that question at all. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty. On it's TP three related. All these questions are TP three stuff. Um, I, to all people wanting to be in TP four, TP three died. Uh, to people wanting to be in TP four, there there aren't any big dick debates uh, that I know of. <laughs> I I re- I was in there that day. We found out that uh, ducks have dicks. Um, I don't think that was a debate though. Um
0: that was research, grad research gathering.
1: That was research. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they do be talking. I don't know. <laughs> These are some wild questions.
0: Yeah, I'm pleading the fifth on that one.
1: <laughs> How big somebody dick is.
0: Um all right, back on back on Patreon. This is the last Patreon question I have. Um, I know there's a lot more on on Twitter. Um, Mm -hmm. So this is from Nola Hokey. I think that's still his at on Twitter. He says, uh, a serious question and a fun question. Serious first. uh, Other than QB, what is one area of the team that needs to be a top priority for the staff to recruit and restock moving forward? And then fun is favorite wing sauce.
1: Okay. So you said most important position that that the staff needs to recruit going forward. Yep. Other than QB without question this defensive line um we are trading water to say it lightly at defensive line we lost a lot whether that be portal whether that be barno going pro um defensive line it, it if you got a good defensive line you win every game mm-hmm. especially if it's deep so for me personally defensive line um the rebuild is going to go as fast as they turn that defensive line around.
0: Yeah, I can completely agree with that. Um, you know, and that's something that a lot of the teams in the Big Ten do well is produce defensive line talent. Um, even at even at Penn State, um, you know, we saw Gros Matos come from there, uh, and he was a kid from Virginia as well. So, uh, if we can, if we can stock. Good players on the D-line, I uh, I think that can help a lot. But I think the biggest thing, too, for the D-line is getting some of those, like, elite pass rushers. Like, I can't remember the last time we had, like, an elite dude that was just absolutely dominant on the edge. Um, I think that be mm-hmm. huge. So solidifying it in the middle, get some of those X-factor guys on the end, I think that would do worlds of work for us.
1: Yeah, that's when we we'll know we're back. Once, once you see the defensive line in the third quarter and they still got a rush, Mm -hmm. We still getting there. We still getting home because last year it seemed like we was the first quarter. We look like the fucking, we look like an NFL D-line in some first quarters, but uh, by the second quarter, that's all that over with. So I want to see in the third, in the third quarter in the fourth quarter, we're able to rotate people in and we still got a pass rush. That's when, that's when we'll be back.
0: And to be fair, I mean, we, we, we did add a ton of players on the D line in this past recruiting class. The only problem is, are they going to be ready? We don't know. Um, Fuck no. You know, so I, mean, I ain't I see nobody that see. look
1: ready. Yeah, I see a bunch of motherfuckers that that needs to develop two mm-hmm. three years. Yeah. Um, but in those two three years, and in this weight and strength, strength and uh, conditioning, maybe in two three years somebody can help us. But I I don't see one like edge rusher like yeah. somebody that's going to be providing that. Edge rush. I see a, a lot of tweeners and is he a Price. big DN or a D tackle, like so Pry and Price. They got some work on their hands trying to mold these kids into uh, but I don't see one alpha dog edge rusher um on the roster. We thought it was gonna be Barno last year, that wasn't even the case. Yeah. so we'll see. We yeah. we shall see.
0: I agree. It's a work in I, progress. I think it'd be nice to hit some of those guys in the portal um yes build some d-line in the portal would be very nice we'll see how that pans out next couple months um favorite wing sauce what's uh what's yours
1: i like buffalo um buffalo you can't go too wrong but i like hot wings but i don't do like the devil's wings or the volcano wings fuck all that just give me hot wings hot buffalo wings and i'm good I, I i love buffalo wings
0: yeah I'd have to I I like uh for people that go to Buffalo Wild Wings I like honey barbecue if I'm chilling if I want like actual wings though like spicy wings I'll always go medium uh, or mild or buffalo like just in that in that range so um have to agree with you on that one
1: Yeah buffalo you can't go wrong with buffalo uh, you can't, wings you can't go wrong Buffalo wings once they start doing all the crazy shit where like you got to have gloves on to eat them and all that no nah. Uh, no right like if you if you win a trophy because you ate the wings fuck all that no (laughs) no no i'm not trying to be on nobody's hall of fame i'm not trying to prove how tough i am just give me like spicy buffalo wings and i'm good
0: i will say though for those people out there that are huge wing eaters (laughs) you guys like hot wings uh watch the watch the show on youtube called hot ones it's like they interview celebrities and shit and eat wings it's a great show uh, you definitely like it.
1: Right. Shout out to them. They gave us a lot of memes yeah, they over did. the years.
0: Yes, they did.
1: JT, at Taliban's X, he got two questions. How long does Prague get to win eight games? That's his first question. His second question is a horny question. Sarah J or Gianna Michaels? Uh, the first question we'll start. I think he could get the eight wins. He could get year. the eight games this year. Yep. The schedule is that easy. If he can figure the quarterback out and get half of a pass rush, they'll win eight games. And I'm not even a homer. I'm kind of a negative fan about shit like that, but they could get it this year, 2022.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, the, the schedule is super easy, so definitely doable. I think, I think you can call me crazy. I think nine's even definitely possible too. Um, so yeah, pretty soon. What's All right? What's your, I can't.
1: Uh, I can't look at the schedule and I got it in front of me and say we're going to lose to that team. There's not one guarantee L on the schedule.
0: Yeah, yeah. For me, last year was like hundred percent Notre Dame. Like I knew for a fact. I, I, I didn't right. Think that was the one that was like I don't think we're winning that. But this year, I don't see one of those games on there.
1: Right. So with no guarantee L's and it's like what four or five guaranteed victories. That 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 tells me we can get eight. Yep. This year. 100%. And if we get a bowl, and if we get a bowl, then yeah, nine. Bro. If we win the motherfucker. hmm
0: Um
1: and then Sarah J or Gianna Michaels, uh, shout out to both and I hate I hate to choose because my introduction to internet porn not porn internet porn was like Gianna Michaels and Sarah J like that bang bros era that's like the original bang bros back in the day <laughs> I don't want to scare off the women listeners but yes porn is out there and we watch it um when I was a young lad getting on the internet watching porn and, and and fucking all my computers up, downloading this shit off LimeWire. <laughs> um, I had more Gianna videos than Sarah J videos, I must admit. So I'm going to say Gianna Michaels, but shout out to them both, uh, legends in the game.
0: Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to go with Sarah J on this one. I will say I grew up in the Pornhub era, so I didn't have to do none of that shit. Uh, I didn't have to fiend and get those videos Mm. clogging my computer, but um, they kill your computer. Yeah, they kill it. They kill that shit. So, uh, Sarah J for me.
1: Shout out to shout out to Sarah J. She gets she gets a lot of slander, but dudes be like slandering her on the internet and then jacking off to the classics. (laughs) Like they are not fooling me. They need to cut the bullshit. (laughs) Cut the bullshit. Everybody slandering Sarah J. And knowing damn well they don't come Fiesta watching her classic shit. (laughs) They need to stop the bullshit. Okay. More Twitter. At Ben Atkins asks, is there a recruit that can have that Cornell Brown effect for Virginia Tech? As in the top recruit staying home and cause a massive wave for the Hokies. I know winning solves a lot, obviously. Um, I mean, I guess this is the this is the Instagram Twitter era where they all know each other, they all play 707. Yep. Um, is there one recruit like right now? I don't know how y'all got this information. It's 2022 cycle is today? It ended today. 2023 just started. I don't know shit about these 2023s. I'm not about to sit up here a lot of y'all um but we are in a 707 era where it's kind of like travel basketball these motherfuckers know each other so yeah it's definitely possible but can i put a name to that no no i cannot
0: i think uh i'm gonna answer this two different ways in the future i think i think it could be braylon johnson next year um starting that wave and I do, I do want you guys to think about like in the past, like a guy that could have done this and did this somewhere else was Tony Grimes. Um, I mm-hmm. think, had, I think had Tony Grimes came to Virginia tech, he could have started that wave um, the same way he did for UNC, uh, you know, grant if we had pride back then in the, in the, the, the program was in, a, was in a different state. So, um, mm-hmm. but that's why I think, you know, I think Braylon Johnson can be, I don't, Braylon Johnson is not the type of recruit that Tony Grimes was but i still think he has a drive uh in virginia i still think he can make shit happen especially with the ram being his father and coaching at highland springs too so all
1: right 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 at hokey bird burner x what player are you most excited to watch out of this recruiting class um i think i said i think i said benji gosnail earlier or uh bryce duke um we need all the playmakers we can get on offense. But I think Benji can actually help us in 2022, 2023. Um, Bryce Duke probably probably won't be playing anytime soon.
0: Yeah, we got a ton of fucking running backs. He's going to be buried in the depth chart for a, for a minute till so we can clear some out. Um but my, I guess my guy would be Cam Johnson. I've kind of said that before. Uh, I just like the way that he plays cornerback. Uh, I think he could be, you know, pivotal player on defense. So, uh, going with him. Also, I will say, shout out to uh, Mansour Delane. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the Archbishop Spaulding kid. Um, he's a dog too and a lot his tape like if people for people that have watched he kind of looks short on his tape but he's 6-1 he's taller than Cam Johnson and Cam Johnson looks pretty tall. Uh, so I think both of those guys are going to be good on in the secondary move forward so I'm excited to watch both of them.
1: And I think this is the final question in the mailbag at Always a Hokey asks, Don't know if this has ever been covered. And it has been covered a million times by me. But what pulled y'all in, or what was the reason you guys become hokey fans? Um, for me simply, I'm from Newport News, Virginia. Um, when Michael Vick started going off for Virginia Tech, the city got behind him and we all became Hokie fans. That's it's that simple.
0: Mm-hmm. Um Mine was like I like I talked about earlier, just just how I grew up, uh, wrote me in. I will say I got more. I became more of a Virginia Tech fan though through Twitter, uh, cause I've I've always been like a massive Bengals fan. Like that is like my like that's my main thing. Um, and then through Twitter, I kind of got pulled like harder into Virginia Tech stuff. Um, so that kind of like brought me more on the wave. Like I never missed a Bengals game from like the moment I was probably in. Uh, probably in fourth grade till now i have missed some virginia tech games when i was younger like i didn't catch on the wave till later on but twitter definitely helped me honestly Vito's twitter account was fucking hilarious that was kind of the reason i started watching shit more so that's fine yeah
1: like knowing what i know now like i probably would not have gotten to virginia tech athletics um i didn't know what i was signing up for back in like 99 2000 um, I probably would have just stuck to whatever the fuck I was into at the time. <laughs> but, uh, no nah, man, it's, it's been a, um, it's been a rollercoaster. It's been ups. It's been downs. It's been a hell of a lot more downs and ups, but, um, it, it's, 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 it's an, it's an experience. I'm going to just say that it's an experience. Um, I get real passionate about the shit and I don't even get that passionate about pro football, like. But Virginia Tech is like my, I get into the shit. I get way into it, probably too much into it. Um, if I had a 49ers podcast, like nobody would listen to the shit because I wouldn't have the same energy uh, mm-hmm. for the 49ers. They just they just fucking lost. Um, shout out to my 49ers, man. You know, we rode the Jimmy bus and yeah. you know, the Jimmy Bus let us off at the same stop that it always let us off at. So, shout out to Jimmy G, man. Uh, you know, when you quarterback in the Washington Commanders next year, hey, get your coins, man. No hard feelings over here.
0: Yeah, that kind of sucks, you know, that they lost. Because I was really excited for a, for a podcast episode talking about the Bengals and the 49ers. And honestly, I don't know if we're ever going to get that fucking matchup again. Hell no. Um, so that was like our shot. That was our chance. They fucking just blew it. But yeah, man, uh, huge weekend uh, for for the Bengals too. So it's gonna be. Yeah, fun.
1: it's my like, man Joe Burrow.
0: Yeah, he's a fucking dog, man. It's weird. It's honestly really weird to to watch. Any if anybody out there is like a fan of a of a terrible franchise or a mediocre franchise that hasn't won shit. Uh, if you think about like what it's going to feel like to make it to the Super Bowl, you picture it being like this crazy thing where you're crying and going crazy. But like, honestly, it's like, you're like strapped into your seat. Like it feels like I'm on a roller coaster and I can't like celebrate or anything till it's over. Like I had, like, it's Mm got to, they have have to win the whole thing for me to celebrate. Like I'm not, I can't, I can't appreciate the shit till I'm done. Um, cause there's that little doubt in me where I'm like, if they don't win this year, The AFC is not getting any easier, and they could potentially just never make it back. You know what I mean? So
1: you can fuck around and get uh, it was like OKC, Mm -hmm. the OKC Thunder with KD, Russ, James Harden, Serge Ibaka, and um, they went to the finals against the Heat. They lost in I think five or six games, and I remember oh they'll be back. They'll definitely be back. Yeah, young team. They just got together like two, three years ago. They'll definitely be back. Them motherfuckers never went back. Um, and it feels the same way. This Joe Burrow's second season, Jamar Chase rookie season, uh, T Higgins yeah. second second or third season. Uh, Tyler Boyd been there for a couple years, but still a young nucleus. And sometimes you be thinking, "Oh, they young motherfuckers never go back." Trust, believe me. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker yeah. said the 49ers would be back two years ago. They ain't been back since. So
0: yep. Yeah. It'd be like that. I'm thinking the same thing for like uh you know the Bills too. People this past couple of weeks have been saying, Oh, you know, feels bad for the Bills for losing, but they'll be back, you know. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Still possibly. I feel like an old case though is the Seahawks. Like when the Seahawks first started with Russ, they went to that Super Bowl, I think in it what was his, his, his first year or second year. Was it his third it year? was
1: uh, it was like his second or third.
0: Yeah. Um and they were like the dynasty, you know, and then and then it they fell up. off. They like haven't been they haven't been back.
1: Yeah and the Pete Currow Pete Curl decided to throw the ball on the two yard line on second down and he reversed history forever. Which is cool because fuck the Seahawks. Uh, I ain't have a problem with the decision at all. So right. shout outs to Pete Carroll. You did a good job for America, and he let the goat get one more ring that he probably should not have had. So right. shout out to Pete Carroll.
0: Yep. And Tom
1: Brady retired officially. So shout out to him.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's gonna kind of suck not seeing Tom Brady in the league. I've, it's it's for me. It's kind of hard to watch it's hard to it's hard picture days.
1: it. I, I can't yeah. picture it.
0: Me either. A
1: league with no Tom Brady? What the fuck?
0: Yeah, it's like Michael Jordan retiring, to be honest. Um, Which stay- time? Motherfucker stayed retiring. <laughs> retiring multiple times. Motherfucker um, got three
1: retirements.
0: <laughs> I was honestly surprised that Brady actually did it because there's a lot of reports coming out saying he was like, he hadn't officially said anything. He was coming back, whatever. But it'll be weird not seeing him in the league um what do you think of this brian flores situation the lawsuit um
1: brian flores um bill belichick had tweeted texted about brian flores thinking he was texting brian dabo to say yo congrats on the job brian flores said the fuck you talking about i interview on thursday whoops <laughs> uh i don't think none of this shit is surprising um we know the NFL don't really be trying to hire these black coaches. They just got to pretend they want to, you know, for the law. Mm-hmm. Brian Flores, enjoy your settlement money because you'll never coach in that league again. Um, get you a bag. Get you a nice bag. Go to the beach. Chill out. Uh, enjoy the rest of your life because uh, coaching for you is over with.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's just a, just a fucking a terrible situation. Because he's, in my opinion, he's a really good coach. Um, yeah,
1: he shouldn't even have got fired.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he turned that Dolphins team around from being 1-7 to basically being in the playoffs until week 18.
1: Week 18. And one on week 18. Yeah. The crazy shit, the crazy shit is, how can you fire me uh, for underperforming when you were trying to pay me to lose on purpose? Like... The Dolphins are all over the place.
0: There, I
1: just they don't understand that. Shh, fucking phones. <laughs> listen to everything. Um, what was I saying? Oh, they were trying to pay him a hundred thousand per loss, but then they fired him at the end of this year. So yeah,
0: the Dolphins I uh get,
1: got some crazy shit going on.
0: I got a feeling this uh this wasn't the first year that they tried to offer him money to lose. I believe like going back to. Um, the year that Joe Burrow was drafted, the, the Dolphins and the Bengals were fighting for the first overall pick for a while um, throughout the entire season. And the Dolphins won like three games towards the end of the year that year that pushed them back to five Bengals. And they ended up playing the Bengals in like week 14 or 15 and beat the Bengals. So the Bengals solidified the first overall pick. I think that year was the year where, he might have been getting offered to lose because of Joe Burrow being in there. Because there was also reports that that just came out as well that the Dolphins offered the Bengals a crazy deal to move up to one to pick Burrow.
1: Yeah, that Specul-
0: sound that sound about right. Just Speculation from here, but
1: that sound about right. I mean, I believe I honestly believe that they was trying to pay him to lose on purpose because yeah, 100%. we talk about we talk about it all the time, like players and coaches don't tank it's the front office that try to set everything in place so you're not tanking but the team is like set up to lose anyway right and sometimes the team would just win in spite of the office trying to tank
0: exactly yep 100 percent. i agree um and you know Fans want it too. Fans want the big draft pick, but players don't want to lose. They want to play. So right, I, I don't. I don't think this. I don't even like. I think this has happened throughout the league multiple times.
1: Oh um, hell yeah! Like Hugh Jackson already said when he was with Cleveland. I don't think. I don't think Hugh Jackson was like tanking though.
0: Yeah, he was. I don't
1: think. Ass. I think he. I think they were just ass. Mm-hmm. He he acting like because if Hugh Jackson was getting paid for the loss, then he's a rich motherfucker. Cause yeah. he was yeah. Hugh Jackson is a rich man. Yeah. If he was getting paid by the loss,
0: <laughs> I agree yeah. with how much he would lost.
1: If if you were the coach of a of any team, and and the GM said I will give you one hundred thousand dollars for every loss, would you take the money? Would you go out there and lose on purpose?
0: Uh No, I don't think I could. If I was like actually a coach of a team. You're getting paid That's too lit. much. Like and it, like it, the thing is is losing on purpose is not easy to do. Like it, it it's hard to like make it seem like you're trying to coach and win the game without like purposely losing. You know what I mean? Like, what do you do? What do you what do you exactly do to purposely lose? Like, you you play sure.
1: you you play Braxton Burmeister. It's easy. <laughs> you sign Burmeister, shit. Me, listen, you paying me a hundred thousand per loss, me. As the dolphins head coach will be drafting and starting Braxton Burmeister QB1 week one. And let's get it popping. <laughs> Fuck that. We'd be out there in fucking Neo formation on second down. Let's get this money up. Fuck y'all talking about. Uh yes, I would definitely be taking those coins. Brian Flores, you gotta understand you a black coach. So when you get fired, that's it. He was already not gonna coach again. So you might as well get you a couple hundred thousand dollar checks. Then you turn around and then you sue. Man, listen, get your coins up, brother, because uh, your coaching days are over. But uh, uh it, I hate it had to be you. They say he Honduran. Shout out to all my Hondurans, man. Shout out to all the Hondurans.
0: We got anything else left? You want to? You want to preview the Super Bowl maybe next week.
1: That'll be next week. Next week. Uh, Pro Bowl this week. Uh, go NFC, I guess. I forgot uh, about is, the Pro Bowl. Is anybody playing in that shit? Man, Nobody man. Dwayne, Brown Nobody made the play.
0: Dwayne Brown made the Pro Bowl, and I forgot he was still in the league.
1: Man, that's how you know the Pro Bowl is over with. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the A, who, who quarterback in the AFC? Big Ben? Because <laughs> Joe Burrow ain't going to do it. Mahomes ain't going <laughs> to do, do it.
0: Joe Burrow didn't even make the play. He didn't make the Pro Bowl.
1: Holy yeah, uh Lamar made Probably, over him. Yeah, but Lamar not playing. And they gonna fuck who they gonna put out maybe there. they Josh gonna put Allen. Josh ain't fucking with that shit.
0: Did he already say he's not in it?
1: And I think he pretty much said it. I don't know. Maybe Josh Allen. But uh it's gonna end up being somebody two of they two are gonna, gonna fuck around and go.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I can see two. That's Tua. gonna be crazy. Or, or honestly, Justin Herbert. I can see Justin. Yeah, I think playing.
1: Herbert. I think Herbert is cool enough and good enough. Yeah, shout out to Justin Herbert. Young players should be going to the Pro Bowl because that's your accolade shit. Mhm. Tom Brady used to stack them shits like, okay, boom, 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 stack them shits.
0: Yeah, that's a uh, that's big for like getting in the Hall of Fame and shit like that.
1: Hell yeah, trying to get that bag. Hey, three-time Pro Bowler. Run me that check.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fuck wrong with him. But that's it for Don V. Friday's. Um, you got anything to say to the people before we log off?
0: Nah, that's uh, that's all. I got nothing this time.
1: Well, I just want to say thank you to all the patrons. Thank you to all the listeners yes, and sir. supporters. Thank, thank you to everybody that sent questions, even if they were crazy. I said, I said we were going to answer them <laughs> shits. Um
0: yeah. So just thanks to all the supporters. We gotta do another one soon. Uh let's not wait another like year. Maybe maybe in maybe in July or something, we'll get another one going.
1: Definitely. Maybe before spring, when the for spring practice, when we get more nuggets and shit. (laughs) And we get more we get more information and we get that shit back popping. Yep. So that's it for Don V Fridays. Until next week, y'all, God bless.